least it's a Friday. That's true. Although these days don't have a meaning to me anymore. Yeah. Other than my certain speaking of which, I should probably go look at this. My job related requirements on certain days, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Most days are just days. Yeah. You know. Oh God damn. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't look at the news. What are we doing live? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, did a meteor hit Pennsylvania? I know. I just, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Well. Oh, boy. How are you doing? You know, it's Friday. And it's supposed to be, I I think I can thank you for this since you left town. Uh, the weather's yeah. been amazing. Right. I, no, we drove to the airport in sun. Like, this is the first time we've seen sun in, I don't know, three weeks, four weeks. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's going to be 65 in February. Yeah. Uh, second day in a row. I don't really... Yeah. No, the way. world's gone crazy. You know, I don't know who's upstairs. I actually but, heard that. Yeah, you know, my, you often talk about sounds in your house, and I never really hear them. But yeah, I heard that one. That, yeah. that one, I don't. So, <laughs> my daughter doesn't have school today because why not? It's a Friday in February. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And Phase so and something something. They left the house and then they came back because my wife take took her somewhere and. I don't, they know, like I do this every day at nine o'clock <laughs> and yet something just smashed into the ground. Anyways. Yeah. She dropped something, you know, kids are kids. Yeah. Kids are great. Aren't they? Are they? All, all I have to deal with now is pets and they're just as bad. They get cranky as they get older. They walk around the house and squawk. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. Well, Mozilla is getting a new CEO, which will be a yeah. good I don't, know I don't quite understand the history there. Mitchell Baker has been the CEO of Mozilla twice, if I'm understanding it. Um, I've started writing an article about web browsers are finally starting to change, mm-hmm. you know? And it occurred to me, I haven't written this part yet, and maybe I don't know how I'll, I'll handle this, but, you know, this, this was an opportunity for Firefox that they didn't take, you know? They have a limited set of resources um, compared to other, you know, like Apple, Google, Microsoft, mm-hmm. right? They can't throw infinite money at this thing. And I think what they should have done is just given up on the rendering engine, which is stupid. It's They're always going to be behind. Mm-hmm. And really gone for revolutionizing the user interface. And, um, you know, there are these small players doing this now, like Arc, right, is the most dramatic example. But even Opera, you know, is, has... It's a little more subtle because you look at it and it's like, okay, it's a web browser, you know. Um, but I, this would have been, this is, given their pedigree and their history, It's a, this was a missed opportunity for mm. Mozilla. And I feel bad about that. Yeah, they could have, they really could have just eaten Brave's lunch effectively, right? Just yeah, take the engine and be like, we're going to be the privacy browser. We're not going to have to worry about investing so, in the engine. I mean, yeah, this battle's is, uh, over. I, I, I sort of tiptoe around that topic in this article already, but um, I was sort of describing, I'm, I'm trying to, the, this, the premise of this is that web browsers are not really any different than they were in 1996, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if, if, if you could time travel and forward in time from then to now and look at a web browser, you go, yep, I know what this is, you know? And, uh, you know, they all have tabs, they all have sidebars, they all, you know, they all do the same thing. Um, in writing through the, I didn't write it this way, but I've been thinking about this. You know, I, I use Brave. I love Brave. I advocate for Brave. Brave is the, what Firefox should be, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what? There's another thing coming down the pike that might replace Brave, and that's DuckDuckGo. 
right? And those guys are well known. Yeah. Uh, they have a good reputation. They've been advertising on TV that I don't know in your area, but I they're on billboards in my area. You know, they're well known enough that my brother-in-law, who's not technical or into personal tech like we are, uses this product mm -hmm. right on his phone, right? And um, if they can ever get their act together, by which I mean support extensions, pinning tab, you know, basic browser features, basically. Um, I, I mean, they have the chance to eat Brave's lunch as well. But there's kind of a spectrum of web browsers uh, where, you know, it's Chrome and it's just Chrome. Mm -hmm. And then there's these things and then they, they all go off in different directions. And um, I mean, even Edge has a few advantages just from Windows integration stuff, right? I mean, getting past all the antitrust, you know, terrible behavior, whatever, but feature bloat, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, I, there's an opportunity there to just embrace what, I mean, Mozilla's beginnings were as Netscape, which was the web as the platform, you know? How did, how is it that Mozilla wasn't the one that made a Chromebook? I, right, I mean, a Chrome yeah. OS or whatever, right? I, then they, by the way, they did try uh, to make a little OS thing, but they did it after Chrome OS came out. They did it in response. Mm -hmm. And of course it's gone now, you know? So yeah, I feel like, anyway, I just, Mitchell Baker's <laughs> stepping down to CEO and I'm going on this monologue about web browsers, but I, I feel really bad about Firefox. I, I was a very early supporter when it was still called yep. Phoenix, when it was still called something before Phoenix. I don't remember all the names, but um, just Mozilla, you know, when it was, you know, Netscape 6 became whatever the Mozilla thing, you know, but they decided to do a small and light browser. And I was like, yes, this is, oh, you know, which was the beginning, which was Netscape before it did Communicator. But um, I always thought this was a great idea. You know, get out of the way, be small and light. It's what I wanted Edge to be, right? It's too bad. I just feel like there's a, there's an opportunity here. That's all I'm saying. It's also uh, what should be, I think, a quick opportunity for Microsoft to get rid of the FTC off their back. So the FTC filed a complaint says, hey, you guys are laying off 1,900 people and that's in a breach of your contract or whatever things you said. Uh, it, but Microsoft responded like, by yeah, saying- Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Microsoft responded and said, look, this was already planned and right. we're just executing that plan to, to whatever degree. It sounds like Microsoft should be able to just produce a document that says, look, it's whatever date and there were gonna be layoffs until they stepped in to buy the company. And then now that they've owned the company, they're just following right. what was already going to happen. According to Microsoft, that is. I, uh, I spent a lot of time examining the language of the judge's ruling that the FTC is referencing. And I actually, the thing that Microsoft said that answers the complaint most accurately or whatever, or succinctly, was this notion of it's basically vertical versus horizontal mergers, right? Mm -hmm. It's an acquisition. So... You're either going to run this thing as a separate entity, which Microsoft said it was going to, apparently. Uh, I don't recall that, but whatever. Or you're going to subsume it into the company and integrate it, right? So Microsoft, uh, I think we can all agree, is unusually decided to suck it in and <laughs> subsume it. I mean, I, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't do this with Bethesda. They didn't do this with Mojang. Didn't do it with GitHub. And for some reason, this gigantic thing, maybe it was too big of an asset not to do it. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Yeah. But I, I but if you think about Activision Blizzard structurally, I think there's a case to be made that there's this business operation, which is HR and executives and decision makers and whatever. 
But then really the, the core of it is these studios, right? Microsoft mm -hmm. has these studios, right? So you take those studios and you're like, okay, well, now we have these studios. And those things are sort of run, you know, semi-independently. They work on their own games. They do their own things. It's not like we ever pull the gears of war guys over here to work on Halo or whatever. Like, they, you know, these are separate studios. So I don't know what the breakdown is, but when you bring in these operational people, whatever they are, these employees and executives, it's completely understandable that they would have to integrate into some part of Microsoft. So they created that thing called Microsoft Gaming, right? And then there are 22,000 employees. You know, 10,000 total people came from Activision, but that doesn't mean they're all actually in that business, right? Because mm -hmm. of the studios. Right. But we don't know those numbers. It doesn't matter. So they laid off 8% of Microsoft Gaming because of redundancies, right? And that's, they, Microsoft said that explicitly. Yeah. I mean, that's, so at maximum, 4% of Activision Blizzard was laid off. Well, uh, that's not true. I'm sorry. No, no, no I math, think it was. Math is, math is hard. That's not true. Yep. Um, but some percentage, whatever. Um, it's a, it's a single digit number. <laughs> so whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so the, the, I, I just don't see it. But regardless of everything I just said, Microsoft has said, yes, actually, we did integrate the operational part of Activision Blizzard into Microsoft Gaming. We did it in such a way that if this thing is rolled back somehow, we can actually easily divest ourselves of that part of it. So there you go. <laughs> we just got to anything. What else you got? You know, mm -hmm. this idea that the FTC, which um, was so thoroughly destroyed by the judge. Uh, had entered millions of items of evidence and didn't find a single shred of evidence to support their claims, so, would somehow get a mulligan that would roll this thing back is the most fanciful, stupid waste of time I've ever heard of in my life. And uh, I'll just keep repeating the same chorus here, which is that the FTC has belligerent big tech monopolists abusing customers right now. And I don't know, maybe take a look at that. Not at the company that is next week going to announce how they're going to bring more games to more platforms. I mean, seriously. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it's incredible. Well, we'll find out next week if they actually are going to be bringing more games That's to more platforms yeah. because Xbox is uh, having that business update. They haven't announced the date yet. Right. So. I actually think, I, I think I said this, you know, I think, I really think that the, the primary component of this announcement is going mm. to be what's happening with Activision Blizzard. I actually think that was the big, mm. that's the big news, I think. But, we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But um, uh, the cross-platform stuff, I mean, it, uh, I think we, we must have talked about this. Yeah. Most of Microsoft Studios, now that Activision is part of it, already are on PlayStation and are, are, are other platforms, right? So to me, the only interesting bit here is the stuff that's not on PlayStation. Right. The Halo, Starfield, Halo, the... Garf, Gears of Wars, Starfield. How about Microsoft Flight Simulator, by the way? Um, so that's a very interesting story. But you know what? We're talking about like several games. <laughs> you know, we're not talking about hundreds. I mean, I the, the, the hand wringing over this is astonishing to me. So I'm very interested to see what they do. I know, you know, as I'm sure you are. And now I'm interested in going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs>